You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. This is the Heat Vent, a get off my lawn podcast. I'm not here to find help you find life's answers. I am not here to help you solve all of your problems. What I am here to do is to point out what's wrong in the world. And if you don't like it, you can get off my lawn. Well, today's episode is going to be something a little bit special. That's right, we're going to be talking about friends in low places. You drunk sons of bitches. Let's get into it, shall we? I am quite the bar goer. I go to the bar every Thursday and Friday night. Now, I am 48 years old. I now know what my limit is, and when I've had just a little bit too much. Some of y'all out there don't realize that when you drink, you get drunk. And when you get drunk, you make fools out of yourselves. You make the bar situation uncomfortable. I don't understand how a person can be so selfless or selfish that they can go and get themselves so tore up that now they have to depend on friends to take care of them instead of drinking responsibly. Let me give you a perfect example. So the other day, I was at a party. And at this party, it was at a bar. And a friend of my wife had shown up. Now, was she on something before she got to the party? I am not 100% sure. But I do know this. At the end of the night, my wife and I were saying goodbye to our friends. This young lady was so obnoxiously drunk that she was crying in the middle of the bar. She was to the point where she didn't know where she was at. She was at the point where she was actually kicking at those who were trying to help her. She made a spectacle of herself and in turn tried to blame my wife and I for the fact that she rang up an $80 bill 
on her tab at the bar. And not only that, was blaming us because other people cared enough to take her home. Now, mind you, she did not come to the bar with us. She arrived on her own. She drove her car. She knew she had to be the work the very next day. She came in with every intention of getting tore up from the floor up with no responsibility on her end, but in turn expected everyone else around her to take the responsibility to take care of her. Not only is that wrong in so many different ways, it is obnoxious and it is self-serving. You have gone and made the entire evening unbearable. Because of your obnoxiousness, because of your selfishness, you made everyone else around you miserable. Don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, all of us need to go out. We need to have a few drinks. We need to forget about life's problems for a few moments at a time. And hey, if alcohol is one of those things that helps you forget, then by all means. If you give me a heads up and you tell me that, hey, I plan on getting drunk tonight. I've had a really bad week. Think you can keep an eye on me. Think you can give me a ride home. Can you be my designated driver? As far as I'm concerned, that is being a responsible drinker. You are not setting yourself up for failure, but you are setting yourself up to be taken care of. You are given the people around you that you care about the head and giving them the option to have to watch you, to take care of you. Because if a person is really your friend, they're not gonna lay your life, they're not gonna lay their life, they're not gonna make you responsible. They are not gonna blame you for the problems that their drinking is causing them. The very next day, this young lady called up my wife and blamed her because she did not call her to wake her up, to pick up her son from the uh, church. So, wait a minute. It's my wife's problem that you went to the bar, got so drunk, you don't remember where you left your car. Made a spectacle of yourself, not only in front of the bar patrons, but of the owners as well. You were the one that rang up an $80 tab. You were the one that drank all that alcohol. You didn't give anyone the heads up, nor the option to say yes or no when it came time to take care of your drunk ass. You went in there with no responsibilities, with no regrets, basically thought that those around you should take care of you because you were something special. Fuck you. 
You have to be the most irresponsible mother on the face of the earth to forget your kid and then try to put the blame on someone else? You're not much of a friend. I get it, ladies and gentlemen. Believe me, I get it. I have been drunk many times in my life, but I am the type of person where I give people warning. Hey, I plan on drinking tonight. Can you be my designated driver? If you're not doing that for your friends, what kind of friend are you really? Also, at the end of the night, this young lady proceeded to tell everyone that my wife and I had left her. Well, number one, we didn't leave her anywhere. You left yourself there. It wasn't our job nor our responsibility when we first walked into the building to take care of you. And it's sure as hell not going to wind up being our job nor responsibility to take care of you when we're getting ready to leave. You had options. Ladies and gentlemen, we were told that this person had a ride home. We would not have left the bar if we would have known that she didn't set up a ride to go home. So now you have lied to us. You have tried to make my wife look like the bad guy and you made a fool out of yourself. If you can't control your drinking, if you can't control your habits, if you can't indulge and have a good time and do it responsibly and at moderation, maybe you shouldn't come out of your house. Because not only are you a danger to yourself, but you're a danger to those of us around you. It would almost be like saying something on the order of, I ate all my food in my refrigerator. Now I have nothing left to eat. Why didn't you stop me? Well, fool, it's because you were the one to decide to open that refrigerator door. You were the one that decided to eat that block of cheese. And it's no one's responsibility but yours to refill that refrigerator. I'm not going to drive my car 300 miles and not get gas and then call up my friend and blame them because they didn't call to remind me to fill up my tank. You have options. I don't understand people who party the night before they have to work the next day. In order to go to said party, don't you have to earn money? To be able to pay for that bar tab? So why would you get yourself so inebriated that you would forget to wake up? Some people obviously have problems. And believe me, there are friends out there that are going to take care of you. There are friends out there that are going to care. And my wife and I, we sure to hell have done this for many, many people in the past. But we're not going to do it for people who prove themselves time and time again to not be responsible. Because this has happened on more than one occasion. When you go out with friends, it's a big difference than rather showing up to a venue by yourself. Uh, 
I believe that when you're with a group of people, you should be responsible enough to designate a, a non-drinker to be your driver, to be your designated driver. That's the problem with the world nowadays. No one is willing to accept responsibility for the mistakes that they make and they want to put that blame on those around them. People aren't adult enough to make decisions that are not gonna affect them in the future. And what's so funny about this whole thing is, is it's gonna wind up on social media. Obviously, I'm talking about it here on the podcast, but it's a matter of, let's just put it like this. It's a matter of being able to mentally make rational decisions in an irrational world. Let's face it, alcohol, it blurs our judgment. But as an adult, you should be able to gauge just how much of that blur you can handle before you become a detriment to your friends. You shouldn't be able to be so selfish, to be the one to suck the life out of the party because you cannot handle the party itself. The world does not start and it does not end with you because there's people around you who are able to responsibly think, to have fun, to be able to wake up and go to work the next morning. You say people aren't your friends because they let you do this to yourself. I get that. I can understand that. I can see where you're coming from. But maybe if you took some personal responsibility for the life decisions that you make, you wouldn't have to depend on those around you to babysit you. Because ultimately, that's what it comes down to. People having to take responsibility for others' actions. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm more than happy to help out a friend who gets drunk. And believe me, if someone goes out with me, I will make sure that I am the first one to hold their hair back from their face so they don't get puke all over it when they're eating the porcelain god. I will be the first one to throw their arm around my neck and drag them out to my car. I will be the first one to open up the door, make sure that they don't fall out of the seat of the car while they're puking roadside, and I will be the first one to carry you to your front door and make sure you get to bed safely. But God damn, you can give me a heads up. It is not your friend's responsibility to watch you. Now, I will go this far. If it gets to a point where you're drunk and you can't handle yourself and no plans have been made to get you to your destination, then by all means, your friends should stop and help you out. 
see, we were under the impression, I'm going back to the skin, that she had a ride home. Now, realize that when you make these decisions, that you are putting a lot of responsibility on your friends. And if you don't give them the heads up, you really truly are an asshole. Because you've gone out, you've had your good time. Now the people around you who are your friends have to stop what they're doing. They now have to pick up the ball and run with it, so to speak, because you can't handle it. They have to stop having their good time because you had your great time. As I said earlier, it's about personal responsibility. If you don't like my opinion, you can get the hell off my lawn. And if you pass out on my lawn, I'm going to help you roll off of it, and I'll put you right out in the street. The fact of the matter is I am 110% right on this issue because I have dealt with it on more than one occasion. I will go on record, and not too many people know this, and I can't believe I'm divulging this on a podcast. Before I got with my wife, I was a borderline alcoholic. I would come home from work with a case of beer, a 24-pack, and I'd drink that. And then I would go to my buddy Craig Lawton's house. Hey, Craig, if you're listening. And we'd go up to his apartment above Battle Alley. And between him and I, we would polish off another case of beer. And when we were done there, we would go downstairs when our friends, Billy Ott, and a few others would come over. And we would play hacky sack at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, all while drinking beer. There was many times where I woke up at Craig's apartment where I woke up in Battle Alley. Hell, there were times, and you know, within the last 10 years, where I woke up and I didn't know where the hell I was at. Uh, funny story, one time I was in uh, Mackinac, uh, Mackinac Crossing, partying with some family members. And they knew, they knew I was getting drunk. I told them I was getting drunk. They took upon the responsibility to help me out. I got to the point where I was so drunk, I wound up calling my friend Dave, and apparently I was crying on the phone because I was scared and didn't know where I was at. Apparently, I called my pastor at a church, told him he needed to call me immediately because I had a million-dollar idea and we were going to be millionaires by the end of the week. And this was at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning because when I woke up the next day, I was going through my phone records and I must have drunk out about 20 people. It was at that point in time where I realized that my drinking, well, no, I lie. Uh, when I got together with my wife is when I decided that my drinking was getting to be too much. Now, there was those occasions where I went out with my wife and our friends. And I did. I got blackout drunk. I didn't like how it made me feel. I didn't like waking up not knowing where I was at. I didn't like uh, being hungover. It was at that point in Mackinac, I decided that, you know, too much is too much. I put a lot of responsibility on my wife's family that evening. I made myself look like a fool, drunk dialing people, uh, random phone calls and whatnot. And on top of that, I was out singing karaoke in the middle of a place called Mackinac Crossings, where all of a sudden I turned into a lounge singer. Uh, funny, 
funny thing about that was is the next day my wife and I we were getting ready to go home and they had live music in Mackinac Crossing and we were leaving the crossing and as we were leaving two people ran into us and I mean when I say ran into us I mean they were on a dead sprint and ran like chest to chest into us and the gentleman looked at me and he says Oh my God, we thought it was you back up on stage. We were coming up to watch you uh, again because you were absolutely hilarious. To some people, that might sound like a compliment. Uh, to me, that just means I was up on stage in the middle of Mackinac Crossing and I made a fool out of myself. Not only did I make a fool out of myself, I made a fool out of my family. I made a fool out of my wife's family. I had to be carried out of there. Some things, sometimes in life, when you overindulge, you don't realize who you are hurting around you. And not just physically. I mean, we can get into the whole drunk driving uh, stuff, which I really don't want to get into right now. What I'm talking about is when your issues start to cross over and start to affect those that you love. They shouldn't have had to take care of me that night, though I did give them the heads up that I was going to get drunk. They shouldn't have had to watch me like a small child. In all reality, I shouldn't have been wandering around Mackinac Crossing uh, while I was in that condition. Obviously, I know how you feel when you have too much and you become over-inebriated. But to wake up the next day sober, to wake up and realize that you fucked up and to go and blame those around you, the people that held you the closest, the people that watched out for you, the people that were friends with you, for you to blame them because you didn't wake up in time to pick up your child, that they didn't call you in order to wake you up. Where does our responsibility start and where does our responsibility end? Because you were home, you were home safely. Matter of fact, we received phone calls about getting you home. We explained to those people that we were under the impression that you had a ride home. To say I'm pissed, it would be a lie. I'm not pissed. To say I'm disappointed is something else. I know that's a father line, but it really is that because when you hold a person in such regard, I'm not saying a high regard because I don't know this person as much as my wife, but I saw the emotional distress that it caused my wife, and it that did piss me off. Uh, but the fact that you were considered a friend and you put all the blame of all the problems in the world that you have on my wife, you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. And I know I'm directing this at one person, but listen, it affects us all. 
Because if you're going out and you're partying and you don't have a care in the world, realize what you're doing is you're putting the burden of your problems on your friends because they are the ones, well, not just your friends, your friends and your family, because they are the ones that are going to make sure you get home. They are the ones that are going to clean the puke out of your hair. They are the ones that are going to make sure you get into your bed safely. Much like a little kid. Because that's what alcohol does to us. It makes us sleepy. It makes us cranky. It makes us pukey. We can't walk. We can't talk. We can't drive. You essentially become a child. And those around you have to grow up real quick and become the responsible parents to take care of you. I realize this isn't one of my more lighthearted conversations, but this has just affected me directly here within the last couple weeks. I see the emotional distress on my wife, and it's funny because she tries to laugh it off. If she doesn't want to talk to me, this is what she says about her friend. If she doesn't want to talk to me, I'm a better person for it because I don't need that kind of weight holding me back. And you know something? It's a damn shame because my wife loves with no boundaries. She is one of the most kind-hearted souls on the face of the earth. And to hear her say something to that degree is kind of disheartening. And you, your drinking problem... And your ability to blame others for your faults is directly to blame for it. I really hope that you find the help that you're looking for one day. Because that the, help, the help that you're looking for right now isn't at the bottle, bottom of a bottle. It's in your own house. It's in your own mind. You got to grow up. You got to be the one to make those decisions and you are the ones that are going to have to take responsibility for your own actions. Because one day, one day, and it's going to be one day here soon, you've already lost the friendship of my wife. You're going to wake up and you're going to realize that you have nobody around you to take care of you because you've chased them all off because of your lack of responsibility and your ability to blame others for your bad decisions. Friends don't do that to friends. Friends look out from one another, whether it's from the top side of the bottle or from the other side of the bottle. Whether it's from a, uh, behind a glass of water or from a, a shot glass of vodka. It don't matter what side of that coin you're on. Friends look out for one another. And for you to blame someone else my God, talk about childish and irresponsible. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. You've been listening to me for over 25 minutes. If you stuck around with me, I thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. For the rest of you who don't give a shit about my opinion, that's fine. You can get the hell off my lawn. Because this is the event. 
The views and opinions expressed here are minds and mine only, and does not necessarily reflect those of the PFC Entertainment Network or its affiliates. But I will tell you this, check out the PFC Entertainment Network where we got some great shows on the air for you. We got Power Tripping Through the 80s, which I hear they're planning another party. So I hope to God this time you can drink responsibly and enjoy yourself. You got the Klaus to the Heart podcast. You have the Beatle podcast with Amy Sheridan. Every once in a while, there's a turnbuckle time machine thrown up there with Jason Klaus and the different hosts. And then, of course, we have the Hanging with the Hitman, which is hosted by Todd Gilbert and Brett Fortnoy. So be sure to check out all the great shows on the PFC Entertainment Network. Again, my name is Levi Blue. This is the Heat Vent. Every episode, or I'm sorry, episodes drop every here on the PFC Entertainment Network. And if you don't like the, what the hell I got to say, well, the hell thanks for joining me, and we'll see you here next week. PFC Entertainment Network.